Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we build worlds based off the roll of 27 die. I'm Jordan. And I'm Cody. <laughs> I just, and I have no emotions. Um, so Cody, what have you been up? Like, how are you doing? How are you doing? Jordan, you're I'm doing good. Video, you? Yeah, I'm you're doing fine. Great. Video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> you're, you doing, you're, you're watching this video, aren't you? Huh? Yeah, I am watching videos that you sent me. Yes, that is what is, yes, happening. In space, Cody... How are you doing? What have you been into recently? Other than the song I sent you. Well, now I listen to the other video you sent me and I'm like totally transfixed. Yeah, because these rappers are really good. Yeah, you can't send me these ones that you have to pay attention to. (laughs) Very good technical rappers that just like slay. It's just okay. Still watching the video, Cody. We can't get we can't get down a hip hop tangent right now, Jordan. No, we can't, dude. You know. It's not what the podcast is about right now. Okay, so what I have been doing, Jordan, is something stupid, which is I got into Skyrim again. Yeah, you told me you were going to do that. You're not buying Skyrim, but Cody, don't. I'm buying Skyrim, but Cody, don't. I'm buying Skyrim! So I've been exercising on an elliptical a lot in my basement, which is near my computer, and which means my hands are free. So no, I you're supposed play... to have your hands on the rails because you're supposed to use your arms, too, because that helps you burn fat as well, be able to move your whole body. What are you doing? Yeah, I don't care. I, I play Gosh, games while I'm doing it because that makes me more likely to sit there and work out longer. The angriest I have been at the gym is when I saw this guy pull out a Switch. It's just like walking speed on a treadmill, just play Switch. It's like... Might as well just play Wii, bud. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Get out I of mean, here. I mean, that's basically what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in yes. my own basement, so no one else has to see me. Um, but I, you know, it means that I spend a lot longer on an elliptical because I don't get incredibly bored. Um, which is always my death when it comes to exercise is, oh my gosh, it is boring. And I like talking to people more than I like sitting on a treadmill. Yes, Um, so I got Skyrim with the intention of modding it. And now here's the facts of modding Skyrim. One, Minecraft, what am I talking about? I don't know. Skyrim modders are perverts. There are yes! a lot of mods. There are a lot of there are a lot of mods. Anyways, second, adding a romance mod to Skyrim really does add a lot more like depth to certain quest lines when you're like able to romance characters besides just like the three people you're supposed to marry. And I appreciate that. It's fun. I'm enjoying that. Um, but what I appreciate about the fact that I play Skyrim while I'm exercising is I have a time when I actually play Skyrim and not just try to find more mods to install into Skyrim. <laughs> you nerd. Be- because like a hundred mods later, I'm like, this game is very different now and has a lot of new stuff. Like uh, I'm playing a straight conjuration character. So I don't fight. I just summon skeletons and then hide. But the reason that's like a viable way to play that the game. That sounds like a very Cody thing to do. Go, my skeleton spy! Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. ducking under a rock. Just, oh. Yeah, I have oh, no God. armor and no health. I get one shot by anything. If something gets up to me, it's like if a dog bites me, I'm Isn't that pretty much how you played dead. Dark Souls 2 is you had a giant shield? And it was like, if anything touches me, I'm oh, going that to was, that was that was Dark Souls 1. Yeah, I had a halberd and a, and a, and a shield that soaked 100% damage. And if, if I got hit, I was dead. I just couldn't get hit. But I had a stamina bar for days, you know, Um, and also halberds are like a really long range weapon in that game. We can't start talking about Dark Souls. Anyways, Cody, but yeah, you've been playing Skyrim. But here's the thing that I found out is that mods do clash because I I was adding in a bunch of mods to basically make it into Dark Souls. And that broke a lot of like the 
extra body physics mods that I had also installed. So I kind of had to pick. Do I do I want more realistic body motion or do I want to be able to dodge roll? And I'm like, well, I'm not fighting anything in this game right now. I'm just summoning like flame guardians. So now nah, I'll just keep that, you know, but it it is cool to get into the modding stuff. It's fun. I, I really enjoy that. Okay, um, I I never really got into the modding world of any video game. It's it's like a it's a it's a black hole. Like it has no end. You can just keep adding stuff. But I I think the best mod that I installed. Well, there's like two, and they're two really simple mods. One of them is called like Origin or Orinator or something like that. It's a it's a skill tree update. So it just changes what skill perks you can get, and it adds a lot more of them. And it's okay. really fun. There's so much more stuff to play with now. Like different character builds become a lot more viable when certain perks are available, like being able to summon multiple things. Um, so that was one. And then the other one is called, um, second life or extra life. Um, and it just is a different start to the game and you can choose. So like, you don't have to start on a wagon as a prisoner and almost get killed by Imperials. And it really changes the game a lot in a very organic way, which I'm really impressed by, which is that like, um, normally in the game, right? You start and, you are imprisoned with the Stormcloaks who are being executed by the Empire, and the Empire is just like, we found you too, you're also getting killed. And the Stormcloaks are like, we just want to save Skyrim, you know, and, you know, we'll die heroes, but this is what we believe in, you know, and so you're immediately, like, kind of led to side with the Stormcloaks. Yeah. Start in a different city, the first person you talk to is, like, the king who was murdered in a cheated trial like a treated like duel by the leader of the Stormcloaks. like her husband was killed by that guy that's why he was yeah. getting executed at the beginning of the game and she's oh. like yeah my husband didn't want to fight him he was willing to listen to Ulfric Stormcloak, but Ulfric needed to make an example of somebody to start a war so he oh. killed the king because he wants to be king because he just wants power and he just needed to kill somebody and she's like my husband was willing to meet with him and talk to him about trying to get rid of the empire or like allow talos to be worshipped i will say from the last five minutes you've been talking you're way too deep dude but it's it's fascinating that like the game was well enough written that just starting someplace different gives an entirely different perspective on the conflict in the rest of the world and i'm like that's actually really cool like that's well done and i feel like for me what it is is that like um skyrim is uh it's, like, really flawed, and with distance, you can really see all the parts of it that kind of suck. Because, like, ten years ago, it was amazing. And now you look at it, and it's like, this is kind of rough, you know? Um, but then there's a lot of things that I'm like, you know, we all want to hate on this game because it was, like, a giant. You know, it, like, sold yeah. a million billion copies, and everyone and in the world And it's still selling it. a million billion copies on Right, so system. it's got, like, a giant target on it, right? Like, yeah. everyone is going to make a video about how it's the worst um, Elder Scrolls game because everyone wants to talk about this incredibly popular game but then you like get into it and it's like man guys though but there's a lot good going on here and it had a relatively small dev team and a relatively short time to get made yeah no they're they're sitting pretty (laughs) um so i don't know i i find it very fascinating to come back to it with like some cosmetic overhauls that make the game much prettier having hd textures and meshes that aren't like flat for everything (laughs) is is nice Um, having sunlight matter, having weather matter, the clothes actually move when you run instead of being like static tubes. Um, 
so it's 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 cool to come back to it with that and then yeah just like a few modifications to skill tree and all of a sudden it's a much broader game um but it's cool to see it as a playground too you know like bethesda supports modding pretty easily and like they've done some sketchy stuff where they made like a mod store within the game and would charge people for mods and the money you can still just upload your own mods right yeah yeah you can still just use nexus if you're on console they oh monetized modding i was gonna say if they like blocked it on pc that's the evilest thing you could do no what they did on pc that was tricky is like three years after the mm, more than that i don't know i'd have to look but sometime after the game came out they released a special edition and that created branch in the game because you had skyrim and skyrim se and the mods for skyrim wouldn't work for skyrim se so there was like this mod community version of the game right like texture packs overhauls bug fixes all that and then bethesda kind of made their own version of that yeah um but then now it's been like five years since that came out so there's been five years of mods done to skyrim se so it's like yeah when it happened it was kind of a slap in the face of the modding community because they're like well we kind of already fixed your game yeah like it was like we made your game better a long time ago like people are doing that to cyberpunk right now yeah right right i think i think for cyberpunk Cyberpunk too it's a lot of performance stuff (laughs) like um so it can run on worse hardware yeah so cyberpunk right now is just like, because I was talking about to Leah about this, because I got it for them, for, well, sorry, for Leah for Christmas, and she's been playing it. And it's like, it's a bad, it's it's a bad game. It's not something I want to play until, like, they make I it do. into a real thing. Because, like, she keeps telling me, oh, yeah, this thing, and oh, these textures, I know. It's like, yeah, it's like, and then, like, some of the other stuff, like, that, because we talked about on Psycho, some of the other stuff, diversity-wise, is, like, they, it's like, I don't know how much we're going to talk about a space. No, actually, like, I'm curious. Like, if diversity-wise, like, oh no, but the two romances that have the most depth to them and have like actual happy endings are the two straight romances. Oh, and I didn't know that. And that's what we, me and Lee were talking about. It's like that's kind of shitty. And like the advertising-wise, they really only focus on the male version of the character rather than the female. Like, because if I ask you what the male character looks like, you would know right off the top of your head. But if I ask you what the female looks like, you'd be like, eh. Um, I will say for me, that is not true. But I also did not watch a lot of advertisements for it. So, like, I knew from the get-go that you would pick your own character. So, I actually don't know that they've ever shown the protagonist. Because well, I didn't know they could. Well, the, the like the generic V, the one they use for the advertisements, the ones they use for the um, covers, is always is usually male. Okay, so here's me not guy. knowing. I didn't know that was supposed to be V. Because there's Keanu Reeves, and then there's another dude. Is that yeah. other dude V? That's other dude's V. Yes. I didn't know that was V because I always thought of V as being like a like a um, a player character. Uh, He's supposed to be the player. Yeah, character like a player the, character that would be uh, undefined. Well, but I guess Skyrim, right? Did the they always? It was always like a, a Nord yeah. dude. Well, that's, like that's their the character. thing that they always yeah. do with games is it is targeted and corporate still targets it only at male. Even though yeah. there is a large, huge number of female gamers. But well, and especially for a game like Cyberpunk, where there is a lot of freedom in character creation and you yeah. don't just have to play as a guy. Yeah, but that's not what I've been doing recently. Sorry, we can talk about this at a different time. It's just it's something that I've been talking about because it just it was something you know, that it's fascinating. For a time I was like I was not interested in Cyberpunk, and then the like last advertisement came out, and I'm like, oh, this looks like something I would really, really be into. And then all the stuff started coming about 
out about how it's pretty much the worst game ever created. And I was like, see, yeah. that makes me kind of want to play it more. And this is this is the weird it's, part, it's, right? It's, it's the side of you that really likes dumpster fires. Well, no, no, no. So oh. here's what it is: is I've been hurt by this before because I was like obsessed with No Man's Sky, and then No Man's yes. Sky was busted, and I forgave it for a while, and then it patched itself to the point where I couldn't play it anymore, and I'm like, okay, so I could play this game, and then a patch came out, and now the game is broke, and then. I was in, I had to like install mods to try to get it to just function on the computer I had. And I'm like, I met the requirements. What the heck? You know? And then like, I think by now it's kind of become a halfway decent game, but I still just, I kind of liked it for a week while I played it. And then it, I don't anymore. And I'm just like done with it. But that was like a similar hype train issue. What fascinates me about, um, uh, cyberpunk. Sorry, we're getting into the cyberpunk yeah, tangent, it's like, but it's it's actually really interesting to me. Yeah. Is like I have heard like vehement. Okay, so I've heard extremely passionate people give me both arguments. Like some people are like, this game is actually legitimately good, but you cannot play it on bad hardware or on a yes. console. Yeah. Like the lie is that this is a multi-platform game that you don't not, need a no. pretty good computer for. It isn't. You can't run it on bad hardware and. I don't really blame the game for that so much as I blame the advertising. It's like you lied about what it is, yeah. But that doesn't I mean, make that's what why it is bad. Kind of getting sued by all of their investors right now. Yeah, which like they should be. Like whoever yes. marketed the game on PlayStation Four is negligent. <laughs> like that was just a lie. Um, much in the same way that No Man's Sky kind of almost outside of the studio's control. But I'm like giving CD Projekt Red way more credit for not being their own marketing and not going on like talk shows and being like, we've made the best game ever. They're like, we made a pretty good game. And then we had to make it on PlayStation because of the, our publishers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I have mixed feelings on that, but then I think that there was like a hate train that got built up around the game because of all of the like marketing being bad. And now I'm like, I don't know if I actually trust the current, like common criticisms of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm curious. I want to find out for myself because it might be that it's totally justified and the game actually is busted, but I'm like, there's the part of me that thinks this game is probably actually pretty good. And it just had like a really bad start because of bad marketing. You know what I mean? I just, I don't know when it gets fixed. I will, I will think about it, but right now it's in the gray area. Where it's like, I don't want to even, I think my computer's good enough. I could run it. And for $30, I would find out if it was good. You know what I mean? I wouldn't find yeah. out for sixty though. No, and definitely not going to find out for seventy. Um, because I yeah, think that's what they're right. selling for on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Nope. <laughs> Thirty bucks. I'll give it a so shot. So what you know, I've been doing, Cody? <laughs> you brought up this topic. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's a, it's an interesting topic to talk about. But one thing is like everybody's talking about. I don't really want to get to it. But um, <laughs> so what I've been doing, I'm um, watching a lot of anime. Um. So I finished the first season of the one I was watching last week, ReZero. Um, I will say they kicked it up a notch, and they actually created something that I really enjoyed in the end. Because I don't know if you remember, my argument was like the main character was doing the thing of, oh, if I bother the um, female protagonist enough, she'll fall in love with me. But they like yeah, actually yeah, yeah. made the character like... So so in anime, it's always like this hero boy pretty much saving the world, like have like gaining the strength and basically becoming a god by the end of the show with like how powerful he is. 
but not this. Subaru, the main character, isn't strong. He's not a good fighter. He's not particularly like smarter than anybody. Like he doesn't have the power. And so when he joins, like he gets transported to this new fantasy world from like our reality. And like he thinks he's going to be like this magical special boy, but he's not. And um, he basically has to adapt to not being strong. And and I and I like that. I like the way that they did that, where he's not some super powerful character by the end. He doesn't learn special magic. He doesn't. Um, he does. He he's not strong. He's not the one who takes down the villains. He's not the one who saves the day. He has to work with everybody who has those powers to do so. He has to use his charisma and his because his whole thing is when he dies, he restarts from a certain point, and like he has to pretty much figure out the right way of completing pretty much the arc. And he is he like, the only person that responds? Yeah, he's the only person. Like, well, he, when he dies, he responds. Everything's back to no, normal, and like no one realizes what happened. Oh. And so, so he has to. It's Groundhog Day. He has to keep repeating the same like arc over and over until he gets it right. And it's like so he has to use the charisma and the knowledge that he's gained over the like cycles to bring everybody together and to solve the issue. And I liked that. Even when like, oh, we're going to teach you sword fighting, he still doesn't, like, learn sword fighting well. And, like, he d- can't hold his own in the fight. He gets destroyed. And I know there was, like, one one section where, like, he pretty much challenges this guy, like, out of his own pride, challenges this guy who's way stronger than him. And, like, usually in anime, he would somehow pull it, pull it together and, like, get, like, a strike on the guy and, like, like have that guy res- instantly respect him or yeah, beat the, the guy. have the Pikachu moment. Yeah. Have the Pikachu moment. He doesn't. He gets his ass handed to him and he's laying in a pile, uh, like, in a heap, just completely destroyed, has to go to the hospital, have the healers work on him. And that, I'm like, oh, oh, he still sucks. He doesn't have his Pikachu moment of being the underdog he wins. He just gets beat. And has to learn humility is like, yeah, me challenging you was a bad idea. And like be pretty much later befriending that guy and using that guy's skills to pretty much save the day. But he's not the one who fights and saves the day. And I thought that was a very unique way of doing a shonen anime. Yeah, I mean, that is considering the typical considering where you're starting from is. Pikachu like somehow can beat Onyx, which is well, like no. Well, no. it's, P- it's P- like the Naruto thing, dude. where it's like Naruto has some special power inside him, and he's yeah. able to like beat everybody if he tries hard enough and believes in himself. This guy, he gets his has, he gets killed. Like you mentioned last night, he gets killed so many times. He gets his arm cut off. He gets his throat slit. He like even on the time when like he you think the cycle is going right and like oh okay he's doing well he still ends up dying and has this like, oh crap, I have to rethink this. Yeah. And, and, and it was just, I thought it was a really interesting way of doing the, um, a shonen arc. And I was like, okay, start. It didn't start off like that. There was some stuff I didn't like about it at all, but like the last half of the season, like they kick it off into high gear and then they don't slow down at all. <laughs> And it's just like, damn. And so it ended up being something I really liked. The other one I watched was Shinsekai Yuri. I just watched two episodes of our my group on um Discord. So far, it has some of the most intriguing world building in an anime I've watched in a while. Um, where like in I think this our reality, our time, 
what happens is people start developing psychic powers and that pretty much ends the world because everybody's starts killing each other with their psychic powers and so a thousand years later it's just like new society that's made up and it's like more the psychic powers are more like a religious you have this power and thing and so it's like these kids like training and learning how to use their powers and there's like these mysterious things happening so far but the world building's really interesting and in how like they treat the psychic powers as like a ritual and like this like coming of age thing is very interesting so i yeah. will let you know when i get more into it but like it completely gripped me because the world building was very very interesting and again so far it doesn't have that shonen thing of oh this magic kid has deep power the strongest power of all the psychic powers and one day he'll end up saving the world it doesn't have that it's just this group of kids who like all have their powers and they're like trying to just, you know, go through school and become members of the society. And it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, that does sound fascinating. So I'll let you know how it goes. Like, so far, I like it. But I've only watched two episodes out of 26, so. Yeah, well, and you know, it's like, I like animes because they're one of those things that sometimes I get in the mood for. And it's like nice to have ones to like turn to when I'm like, okay, let's feel like getting back into this. I'll give it a shot, you know? Yeah, it's, I, I, I think it's, I I don't know. I've been really into the anime thing because it's been a very good escape from anything that resembles reality. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> because, understand that. Because the start of this year for me was not the greatest, especially with the political stuff that happened. And this watching um, our Republican senators get behind someone who tried to overthrow the government and acting like that's okay is something that is going to continuously bother me. Yeah. I, I mean, I can, I can definitely understand, like, the like finding something that's very different yes you know what i mean the, and like very like almost alien can be nice and reassuring because yeah. it's not going to remind you of anything i mean it's that in riverdale but riverdale is not reality <laughs> riverdale i love i love for, but it's like, not remotely reality <laughs> the amount of high melodrama that is riverdale the, and I'm just I'm like, on third season. It's just this. the satanic panic, but kicked into high gear to like this is what the satanic panic was in everybody's head, but not it's what this reality of satanic. <laughs> somehow they made something lamer than original D D, which is really a feat. I and love I how it's G and G, Griffins and Gargoyles, and then but also like, you know what a Faberge egg is? They call it the Glamourge egg, and I it wants me to, it makes me want to hang myself. Every time yeah. I say Glamourge, makes me want to like literally think, go to my chair and just kill myself. <laughs> just about every time, uh, what's her name? The Blossom. Uh, Cheryl Blossom, yes. Every time she's on screen. Basically everything she says, I'm just like, ah. Uh, I like that uh, because everything she says is the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard. Yeah, yeah. Anywho. Every single time. So, Cody, what was last week? I don't even know. Uh, why do you do this to me? You know I hell, don't know. Hell, Cody, it was hell. That's right. Yes, it was. Yeah, you, I'm just like, I'm not even going to deal with you, screw you. Um, and like, then, why, why, why do you even ask? I um, just don't get it. So, Cody, I'm going to be honest with you. I had a really, really, really stressful week at work. Last two weeks have been really stressful, and other aspects of my life have just been very just... It's hard to get a breather. So this week I wanted to do like another worksheet world with you just so we can still do the show, still have a lot of fun, but I could have time to not be stressed out. Yeah, I can understand that. The worksheet worlds are nice for that. And also we've kind of done like five worlds right in a row. Yeah, so, yeah. And know. then ladies need a little break and we can do something else later, but I just need it like a week just to not be working on anything. 
Yeah, like, no, I haven't I could, done any, I could, so well, far I this week. I haven't done any of my shows. Really <laughs> I haven't worked on anything. I've just vegged, and I needed it. So, Cody, wh- what is this week's world? Well, yeah, what is this week's world that we're going to be building? Uh, so this week we're doing like a world with some kind of advanced um, technology. <laughs> Okay, you know, I mean, I was going to say what it was. Yeah, but you were going cool. really could... slow, so I had to pick it up, pick it up, pick it I up. I was, like, just about to say the word, and then you're just oh, like, yeah, here, technology, here. by the way. Here, here. Technology. You got, you got this. Go, Cody. Say it. So it's a world with... Advanced technology, yes. Okay, so we're doing advanced technology. In advanced technology. <laughs> In a world with advanced technology, two boys will come up with a world. So about advanced technology or robots. I, I said basically robots because that was going to be my fallback if we ever did the world. But we don't have to do robots. We could do some other type of advanced technology. So I guess yeah, I, in building this, that's I think the first like before we get to the worksheet, we need to settle what is going to be our advanced technology. Well, I don't think it should be robots now because that feels like too... It feels too easy, almost. Like, not in a mean way. But you know what I mean? It's like, we kind of said advanced technology, and then we're like, well, you know, you can just do robots if you want, because that's easy. And I'm like, well, let's do something weirder than robots. Okay, so the other thing I'm going to say that I don't want to do, I don't want to basically make this, like, there is a holy city, like, Elysium type thing where, oh, they have the medical advancements, and oh, all this stuff is really pristine and Oh, nice. no. Yeah, no, I don't no, want to do that do, advanced do technology Elysium. either. Where it's like, oh, you're sick? We'll just put you in this machine and you're healed. I don't want to do that. So, what's an idea Ooh. of advanced technology you want to do? Okay, okay. Check out this advanced technology idea I'm that I I'm holding the veto stamp right in my hand. Okay, you're holding the veto stamp right in your hand. What if, what if? like... In a mad scientist fit of creative, like, perfection, gene splicing technology got perfected and became commonplace. Okay, I'm talking about, like, the fly level of Cronenberg nightmare humans has just become the reality. <laughs> like, everyone's got dog paws and, like, weird split tongues and the wrong kinds of eyes and tentacle heads and all that stuff. Like, yeah. But but it's just it's like with like not total recall, but like a thing where like you can just pick like that's your like how Ghost in the Shell, they did their body mod robotic things. Is it like that where they can pick what they want and it's like, oh, I wanna have like tentacle arm for some reason. Um, yeah, I mean yes, I, I like, that, like the thing where it's like the advanced society the affluent society are the ones where it's like, oh yeah, I have like six like um dog legs now for some reason. <laughs> it's like I walk like a like, centaur. I, I want this to be like that's how it started, right? We started with good intentions, you know. And this then, was yeah, and then it blew out of the proportions to this ridiculous thing. Well, like, I don't know, like, I'm on Reddit, right? And, like, Reddit r slash science posts just, I don't, well, I have my I own mean, opinion I about also, scientific reporting. But, I like the idea, but, you know. Oh, sorry, go on, go on. No, I was just going to say, it's like, you know, there's a lot of, like, modern stuff about, like, being able to, like, target certain DNA to, like, cure really, like, important diseases, which is great, right? But I'm like, okay, what if we actually did just get, like, totally amazing at that? Like, I want to have a dog arm, and it's just like clickety click, click, and dog arm, and then it's like, whoop, dog arm. Like, ah, that was stuck. Well, I also, but I wanted to go like horrified. Yeah, but I also like, like the idea of it being the rich and affluent who, like, can afford, like, are all these horrifying, weird creatures, and like, they look down upon anybody who's not a weird, like, like, a, a, 
uh, amalgamation that's of stuff. Fun. That's fun. It's just like you have this like lady in this like she has like sexy body, you know, and it's just fly head. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> it's just like like you have her like walking. It's like you know the curvy body, the like long red dress, and there's a fly head with the giant bug eyes. It's like it's like making that noise to it's like oh. No, but that scene as being super sexy, but this like someone who looks like a normal human being is just like, yeah, what the hell? I will say that you started this with, I don't want to do Elysium. And then five seconds (laughs) in, you're like, but what if Elysium was gross? (laughs) Now I want to do Elysium. But now do you kind of, but like, don't you like that idea of just like, we have this like area of, it's not like a a different city. It's like, it's all intermixed and the people who can afford it are like gross monsters. Yeah, but the 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 more like Cronenberg monster you you become the like that is like a single like of the mayor and, like, is an actual prosperity. is an actual biblical angel with all the eyes and the wings yeah yeah yeah, yeah like a nightmare creature <laughs> it's like like nine wings five different faces on one head like you know yeah yeah everything's like real juicy too like it's not dry no like, no it's, no it's no slimy. It's, like after you do the like splicing or whatever you're just it's goop you have goop on you yeah 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 you have to like shower, wash off, it off old yeah. skin it's, yeah it's as goop. you're like peeling back to show your new terrifying arm yeah i like and, that a lot and it's always hor- like, like it's a horrifying concept was like it bubbles up it's like <laughs> yeah oh, yeah yeah it's like real nasty it's really gross but i like that. the idea that fashion went victorian yeah like yes, the yes, upper yes. crust i like it I like it a lot. So that way, yeah, you do have like terrifying the fly head, and but then like very, very flowy nice. dress and like you know ruffles yeah, everywhere. Very proper. <laughs> it's like, yeah, very proper. Oh, and it's all okay. We gotta get into it. Actually, let's do society first, and we'll build the world afterwards. Screw it. We don't. Have well, to- I mean, we can go through the worksheet. We have our conceit now. That's the important thing. We know okay, what world I just, we're that's building. That's so. I I think that's amazing that we just paired our ideas together, just made this monstrosity. Okay, so let's let's let's. Okay, we have. So this is this is this is actually Jordan. This is how I build my worlds. I always need this part first, uh, and then I do the whole world right. But I need that thing that is yeah. like. Like on the world about like ships flying through an ether where there's like yeah. angels leaving clues about like gaining more knowledge. That little bit of like, what if there were, what if angels were leaving clues to oh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, bring up I did society. the same thing. Like my world where I did this like skyboarding thing was like, I just had the image of someone on a board in front of a tornado, just like about to take on the world. That was how I built yeah. that world. I had the image in right, my head right, and right. the rest of it followed. Yeah. Okay. So now let's go planet okay so is this set on earth and uh, see that's i don't want to keep being lazy but that's the easiest thing to, an earth-like see, planet i have an opinion what? i have an opinion what? i i think that this is like a martian thing um so i think this is like near future terraforming of mars um and the reason it's specifically a martian thing is um it's outside of laws right yeah so on earth this would immediately be shot down by like everybody right so Frick, I'm just making Elysium now, but it's not. I promise. Let me get to it, and it's not going to just be Elysium. Um, this is far more Rapture, but on Mars. So um, the people that get to terraform Mars first are, like, very, like, science-first Frankenstein people, right? Like, we'll figure out if we should do it after we've done it. Um, 
So that kind of like rapid scientific progression is what defines Martian society. Whereas Earth is seen as like prehistoric and like Luddites. You know well, what I mean? That was like the first step was when they were, when you land on Mars, there's no oxygen, right? Yeah. Well, and that could be why yeah, this on, kind hold, of gene that, therapy That's what I was about to say. There's important. no oxygen, right? So they had to splice themselves so they could work easier as they're building up the structures and everything to make the society. So they, the original reason that they did this was figuring out a way to go to other worlds so that's part of the history but they so they started splicing and then after this whatever world that they created on mars that's when it got out of hand so what does this i mean i'm gonna skip around but what so earth-like planet what does it don't care what does this world look like 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 when so every time i do like advanced city i always think just like white and pristine because that's the way sci-fi has always sold it to you white and pristine but what does this world look like okay so if we're going with a terraformed mars so i think earth um okay here's kind of a fun idea i like the idea of this being um like a very dichotomy driven thing right so earth i think is seen as Luddites by Mars, but Earth is more of like the utopian future yeah. that you would expect, yeah, right? Like, so the white so I like the city. idea that Earth is like big skyscrapers with like solar panels on the sides and like they have like built-in arboretums for like food growth. Yeah. Um, but really dense, but it's all like this, the problems that have plagued Earth were like sustainability, like stuff we're dealing with now and like um, a terrible president. I like the idea of Earth having solved that. So Earth isn't necessarily a terrible place, but there was like a splinter faction that went, we're going to go make new utopia on Mars, right? Yeah. And became a very different society. And that split happened before Earth had as many of its problems worked out as it did. Yeah. So I actually like the idea of Mars being like a pretty, like, gritty place. Like Mars is the dirtier one. Um. And the like slimier and like steamier I don't necessarily one think because slimier, it has. But to... I think I think that it's a lot of still industrial. Like there, there, there's like a lot of construction going on. Like you'll still see buildings being constructed. Like there's going to be empty. But it yeah. looks a little bit like North Korea. <laughs> see, I'm thinking more like Blade Runner. Yeah, that's that's, that's for, also like, what reasons. I'm thinking. But I had to make fun of North Korea. But anyways, <laughs> um, I like the idea that like. I, I'm going a little bit like this is turning very rapture for me, but now I'm liking this. Um, so if this fraction that went off to Mars was very like industry minded and like science minded, right? Mm -hmm. Like they just wanted to advance technology as quickly as they could to make Mars livable. It's like that is at the forefront. There is no facade. Yeah. You know what I mean? Things don't look nice. They look like they're meant to work. And so like, the cities would probably have to be somewhat enclosed, even if like most of the Martian surface was terraformed and there was like breathable ish atmosphere. I like the idea of this being why they had to do gene splicing is breathing on the surface of Mars is really hard. Yeah. So they had to first give themselves lungs that would work on whatever terraformed atmosphere they were able to make, which would be like suboptimal nightmare atmosphere. So the first thing they needed was better lungs, yeah. right? That's almost universal. And actually, that'd be interesting if it was like, that's like a genetic thing now that like people on Mars can't like if a, if, if a human went to Mars, they wouldn't be able to breathe Martian atmosphere without modifications, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Whereas the people that now have like lived and bred there, that's like an inherent thing about them. Um, is that they're able to breathe their own atmosphere because of way back when people doing that gene splicing. Um, what did you ask? Oh, what the city looks like. Yeah, so very industrial. So I think indus- okay, so, so there I think pipes. there are some areas that are like close to being completed, and I like I like the idea of you know you mentioned like there's air outside is still hard to breathe, but I think it's not impossible. I think you can go outside. Yeah, walk around like they're they're starting to make it so like there's like parks and stuff on the outside, but uh, I'm thinking like domes. I'm thinking areas with domes where it's like half like this constructed thing and the rest is like this glass like structure cover or this clear structure covering so it just looks like a normal like there's they're not enclosed you can see outside right does that sound mm-hmm. about right but i think like out like you can leave the domes very easily but it's a little bit harder to breathe like some people like you know athletes will go and like run outside because it's harder to breathe and it's like you're like you're training for stamina and stuff like that but Everybody right. lives inside yeah, yeah. the city, it's but like there is, the there, you can still go outside. It's not like, oh, we can't leave the domes. It's just that, like, it's easier. How about that? Well, no, but I do think that, like, the limited travel actually is a cool way for, like, you know, one of the questions is, are there, like, multiple races or distinguishes bet- or distinctions between the races? Um, like, the your ability to modify your body, which we talked about being, like, linked to wealth, yeah. would be part of what drives your ability to be outside yeah, that's what I'm functionally. So that's part of what I'm saying. Like, like the people who can get out, like, who can breathe very easily outside and don't have the issue have the ability to splice even further. Like, so you have your baseline right. of, okay, when you go out, you're going to, like, pretty much have an asthma attack. Or now with the more affluent people, they can just go run, like, eight miles out there because... They can breathe the air. Yeah, 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 well. yeah. With their nasty monster. Yeah, yeah bodies. where they have where they also, have like, like weird the centaur idea. bodies, but no, they have centipede bodies. Uh where it's just like upper body is like normal, well, and then the bottom is just it's a centipede centaur. <laughs> it's like, uh, I was about to say centipede centaur, and I didn't. And, want to I, say and it I just out loud. went for centipede, and it's like normal human body. But then they have like mantis claws for some reason because it helps them catch um uh, cut the plants that they're um, harvesting a little bit better. Okay, so check this out. Here's my new distinction between these domes and non-domes. Outside of the domes of Mars, what you see are up on, like, the craterous hills of Mars. You see these giant, like, manor homes being built up where these, like, horrifying monster humans live. Whereas, meanwhile, concentrated in the domes are where, like, all of the industry and work actually has to take place to support the society. Because the people that work there can't breathe as well outside. So it makes like, and this is like grim, but you know, we talked about it being like monstrous upper crust that are running this Martian society. Like it's basically like they've managed to build in segregation because going outside is unpleasant for their workers. Yes. You know what I mean? I also like the idea of like these manor homes and like these big homes on hills, like huge. We're talking like, the biggest homes you've ever seen, those like celebrity homes that they, yeah, they, they fly over the like celebrity home and it's just like an entire like amusement park worth of a home. But I imagine it being like the Great Gatsby almost, so where there's all these parties and there's all they're all out there, they're having their balls and their stuff. But it's these gross, disgust- like I said, one of them's a centipede centaur with mantis hands. Like it's really gross. Yeah. But they have these balls and they wear these like elegant dresses. <laughs> I, I like that it's like this um, put on 
society that they're all like all of these like and also i kind of think that they should be immortal like they can't die because they're just able to constantly modify their bodies forever (laughs) um which also then like age is shown by how like twisted and nightmarish your body is because you've been modifying it for so long you know um that would actually make sense that was like so like people went to mars and this was like their stab at immortality You know, like becoming gods. I have become of a god. Mars. Like I said, one of the like manor home people is just a seraphim. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like basically a vampire. Just an actual seraphim. Just like living in this impossible to breathe and place. Has, you know? Like, like I said, five, uh, what? Four faces on one head? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think we have a good idea about the society that's living out in the manor homes. What about the society of like near human martians so, right so, so they I, would I just have wanna, some genetic i'm gonna sing one song and i want you to imagine this this is the type of people that live in it just based off the song born in the usa i was born in the usa like the hard-working man pick up truck the flat whatever flag of this country as they're going to work and it's like ah Back to the daily grind, and they go out onto skyscrapers that they're building. They all eat lunch on the beams, and like, it's like, oh yeah, those rich assholes over there in their affluent city. We were born in the USA. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's one Um, of the best bits I've ever had. I, w- I was thinking of it's like the same thing, but like, what is is is, is the song Senator? <laughs> I don't. Wait, Fortunate Son? Yeah, it's Fortunate Son. Yeah, yeah, Fortunate Son. That's what I'm <laughs> Wait, are, is this Vietnam era? <laughs> that is what that song <laughs> is always in every single movie. <laughs> They're always flying in a helicopter. <laughs> That's just like the one movie where they there's did that. You like know that. Three, right? I think there's at least three. I know they did that. In, didn't they do that in Kong um, Skull Island? They did not play okay, Fortunate I, Son in Kong Skull Island. There's no way they were that ham-fisted. I gotta look this up. Just keep talking. Have we talked about the fact that that movie was I actually I typed in Kong good, Skull Island Fortunate Son. John C. Riley somehow up. pulled out a real acting performance. It is on the freaking OST for Kong Skull Island. So it has to be in the movie. Yeah, okay. So anyways, like I was saying. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, they did that, didn't they? Um, what were you saying? I like that idea that it's like very blue yes. collar. What do you think the relationship between them and like the monsters is? Oh, it's it's like it is in real life, buddy. <laughs> okay, no, be specific. I'm curious. I'm curious. I how just you don't, I don't think it's a very healthy relationship. I think they're just like, uh, it's, it's how, well, it is how... Some people view Democrats as being uppity, high, mighty. They think that they know it better, but you don't. They're the ones who pay the bills, so we got to work for them. Is it is it like an aspirational thing? Like someday I'm going to be a terrifying centipede, or is I will it say a, for like well, this is well, what I will it say is. for like, some of it. There are the group of people who's like one day I will get out of this town and I will be like them and I will do the body mods because that is what makes um, wealth. And then there's other people who's like. Oh, whatever. These people suck, but we have to do it because this is what our jobs. This is how we can support our families. This is how we can buy stuff and go on our dune buggy rides on in the um, dunes of Mars and stuff. But we have to do it. They they're their own thing. Ooh. We're our own thing. 
Now, I actually really like that the idea of like off road yeah, motorsports and like bubble Wouldn't cars be being like a big part of that. I society. like that society, that's but that's seen as now, just being so crass and just oh, what the poor people do. <laughs> yeah, and then like they're just out there like crashing and they're having cars the time in the of their life, of but the other people are just trying so much to have the afternoon dinners and eating the tiny little hors d'oeuvres with their gross <laughs> mandible mouths, and, blah, 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 and the people are just like. <laughs> And like having like demolition <laughs> derbies and they're out there like driving through the dunes yeah. and stuff, having a great time. But I just love that. So, now, so crass. Jordan, you weren't selling me. You weren't selling me on this society until the like high-minded bug people were looking down their noses on Martian <laughs> hillbillies. I'm just like, they're not. It's not hillbilly. It's just working class versus the affluent. No, it's it's. Mars I don't. Billings. I don't think they're. I don't, <laughs> so I didn't mean to create like Marsville. I just think like the working class is just like we want to do what we want. We work to get paid, and then we spend our money on the stuff that we enjoy. The affluent, we work to get paid, and we spend our money on body mods to make us look better and to ascend to whatever. And they work for expensive clothes, but the working man's just like whatever. It's like I'll wear these same jeans for a week because you know. I have two pairs of jeans. I'm not just describing myself. <laughs> hey, 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 Jordan, this is becoming I, like, too I'm personal, just describing right? myself. I have two. Jeans are self-washing. That's why I yes, wear exactly, them. exactly, <laughs> my friend. Exactly. I don't disagree in the least bit, buddy. I don't disagree at all. That That is, I do only, yeah, and I, I, mean, I like, own two pairs. And no, so like, I own even, three pairs of jeans. <laughs> I will say, like, like it, it's not like, oh, it's just the people building buildings, but, like, the engineers, the designers, the people who are, like, you know, keep the chefs, everybody, those type of people. But somehow there's the other side of affluent who have like, you know, the hedge managers and stuff like that have created their way. I don't think it's going to be like, well, I, I don't think it's hillbilly versus this. I think it's people who work. For, I just America has become this capitalist nightmare where it's like you have people like me. I make a lot of money for, you know, some of my age, but also I will never be at the level some of these rich people are. Yeah, there's like a level but, of wealth that is just like me, impossible you, to imagine. We have high-paying engineering jobs, but we also hate the rich class the same as people who make a lot less. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like not even the difference in wealth between... Well, it's it's, a, it's so like, the gap between like the workers and like the engineers of college kids that have you is a lot smaller than the gap between the college kids have you yeah. and the rich people. Like that gap is huge. And that's why all of them, that they do their thing. Bonkers. It's bonkers. Yeah. Like the difference between like, I may make like what, like four or five times more than what is considered yeah. poverty level, but that I make a hundred or a of thousandth what of what someone who's like truly wealthy just and, like, has so what I was saying is like in my entire I think life, it's like all those people know? get together. and was like, Okay, we because I don't like work. We work to pay the bills, and then we spend our money doing the things that we enjoy. The affluent work, well, don't work. The affluent soak in the money and spend their money turning into like a woman with a giant mouth on her chest. No, but I actually really like this now because you said chef, and then I immediately was like, ooh, weird Martian street food oh. delicacies. But okay, check this out. Here's... Here's now my, like, flip on this, right? Okay. So, yeah. The the advantage here is that, like, the, like, normal people of Mars, like, that are just, like, working in this city. Yeah, they technically have terrifying bug overlords, and that's horrible. 
But I kind of like the idea, too, that they're, like, weird machinations of, like, you know, like, balls and fancy dinners are just, like, so strange and alien and out there. And then they're just like, we're just gonna have our own life. You guys be weird bugs over there, you know? (laughs) And, like, so I like that, like, the core of the Martian world are kind of, like, more fun loving and just have a large planet with not a lot on it that they can kind of go and explore. So it's like, it's very working class, but also very community. You know what I mean? Like they got the time and the space to do fun things and do. So there's like a vibrant culture that built up there around people that are, are yeah, working for nightmare creatures that they don't particularly like. But they're okay with them staying in their weird manner yeah, right? homes. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like bug overlords. Like your boss is, um, I'm trying to think of another like gross thing. Um, so like, you know, like Jabba the Hutt, right? So think of that body, but then coming off that is like this long, like weird spinal cord thing. And then hanging off it is just like, <laughs> this like emaciated man with like long hair and just like long spindly fingers. It's like, yes, I will take in the profits. Well, and imagine, okay. Imagine as like the earthling who now lives on like a nice version of earth with like, like I said, like beautiful buildings solar energy everywhere all these like enclosed glass like forests in the city you know like just beautiful earth and then you go on like a trip to mars and you land and it's like there's either people doing donuts (laughs) in trucks just like screaming and smashing into stuff or it's like boxing is really popular you know like weird like martial no, no, tournaments I, are no super i think popular. that the martial tournaments and boxing stuff is the affluent have like fight clubs under the banners and they just like they'll just like pay humans to fight because it's, look at the it's like it's almost like a dog fight but it was with the lesser beings the just normal humans who aren't like ascended weird creatures but right either you have like the street food vendor that's selling like whatever plants can grow on Mars which are like probably like oh it'd be meat plants. I'm just imagining like you know, you know the what piranha I mean? plant from Mario. I'm just imagining that in a salad. <laughs> but like really like though okay so if you got this good at manipulating like yeah. organic matter you could have plants yes. that grow meat like we're already moving towards that now so i mean like fields of just like stalks of like wriggling tentacles <laughs> yeah, and stuff and you go that back they, like, and cut you see up them and cut them off like, there's, like it's because they're tentacles like there's splats of blood as they like harvest the field yeah. and the machines are just covered in yeah. goo and it's just like <laughs> they're like vis but, like viscous like soupy but it tastes goo. good it's one of those things that you but have imagine to being eat that human and like close your eyes eat and it's the most amazing thing you've ever tasted well right because it would taste like the yeah. best steak but everyone on earth is definitely a vegetarian <laughs> at this point so they come up here and it's just the smell of like cooking meat <laughs> just a street, and just then they go and they're like a okay a bunch of tentacles and they just throw it on a plate it's like here you go it's like what the hell is this Right, and it's like always like way yeah. too spicy. Like, it has like a food, smell right? of death, but it's so good. Right, and then they're like, "Okay, well, this is like the weird factory town that we don't want to go to, so we're gonna like go around and up to like the nice these like big, fancy looking, albeit anachronistic manor homes, you know." And they walk in the front door, and it's just like 
a centipede dance nightmare in like Victorian oh, gowns. So like, and there's ah! an orchestra, but they're all like, they're also bugs and stuff too. Or not bugs. They're, they're like one's a squid with eight arms playing eight different no. um, cellos. Of course there's an orchestra, but that's because they've grown like that like violin oh the, into yes, their arm, the you know? Music, like it's someone just with the clarinet for a throat. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's like their rib cage is opened up to be a violin. Yeah, and, you know? Oh my god, it's ho- it's horrifying. But that is the most beautiful music that they've heard, but no one else cares about that because they're they're dude buggies. <laughs> Now I just want to go <laughs> right, on a trip right. and go like on an ATV, dude. I just want to go just like off roading. I, um, so I lived in the middle of nowhere growing up and did did have. Hey, now that I'm lonely, can yeah, I like come down fun. and visit you? We could go like you know off roading somewhere. I don't know where, but can we? Uh, well, I mean, I can't go off roading now. I live in a we city, can, Jordan. We can, it's Indiana. <laughs> you can find the field. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if we ever go to my parents' house, we could ride ATVs around. I think Dude, they still please. have. That would be the most. Have like, I've, I haven't ever have ridden one. I really want to. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's about what you expect. It's fun. It's, it's fun. about what you expect. I've ridden a dirt bike, and I know that's fun. <laughs> oh, I've never. Rid- I've honestly like considering I ride motorcycles. I did I not. Have I rode a friend's dirt bike and then fell off it and got beat up. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's like a... I don't understand how people ride dirt bikes. Like, having now had pavement underneath of yeah, tires... Yeah, you're riding like, with the tires, like, spinning I don't want to ride this yeah, on yeah, yeah. dirt. It's fun, though. It's a lot... Yeah, but, like, like I think riding ATVs just... Oh, that's what I want to do. I want to go to the dunes and, like, do the... Like, you pay for the ATV rentals and just ride one in the dunes. <laughs> Dude, It'd be fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be okay, really fun. Okay, so we're... I don't even know where we are in this worksheet because we just went off and just had fun. We need to... Let me let me kick over to the spreadsheet here. Or the, yeah, the, <laughs> like, we just lit off on, a, like, a really fun tangent. I just forget where it was. Okay, okay. Now, this is interesting. This is interesting to clarify. Okay, so the bug, insect, nightmare Cronenbergs yes. are immortal, right? Do you think they procreate anymore or is that rare? I think I think that's rare, but that that is, like, the top of the top. They procreate to create like the perfect being with their new splices. They want to see what this, like this thing. And, and so that's part of the parties is like trying to find the perfect person or sorry, Cronenberg person to mate with, to create God. What a- These are getting real <laughs> yeah, nasty. <dude. laughs> but, but, I, but I think that's part of it is like, you have this thing where you like have your, um you know, you want to, meet the you know the most affluence like daughters so you can create nightmare god <laughs> yeah like basically yeah, yeah. you want to have like genealogy it's like yeah that's that by the way that was my goal was the end the end of this is that they accidentally they actually they create, get there they create like the the world ending monsters what ends up happening yeah, through like gene splicing eventually, like my my imagining and like the conflict of this is it goes one step further. Like this is a little bit of like showing my hand of what I imagined is like, okay, so there's this society of nightmare gene splicing, which has already gone too far, and then they accidentally invent something that yeah. destroys them. Like they actually make something fully alien. Yeah, so and so, so they go to have is, this like perfect like being child and then that thing is basically Damien from the Omen. <laughs> it is just the Yeah, mixed, yeah but, but looks, looks like is, is like yeah. the the eldritch god devil. 
Yeah, it is like born immediately sentient, grows extremely quickly, and just starts killing. <laughs> it's just it's yeah. like this giant mass in the clouds. Like, like so basically it turns into your uh, one horror world where it was the tentacles in the sky. It's basically that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it like starts as this little thing, and they're like, we've done it. We've created perfection, and then it just starts, <laughs> it just starts killing. killing. <laughs> Mother, Son, I taste the blood! We have made... We have made hillbillies versus Cthulhu on Mars, and I love it. It's not hillbillies because me and you would be in the class of the working class people. (laughs) You wouldn't be a. I drive a pickup truck from 1996. Yeah, we would be in the working class of people. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm saying that makes me a. I'm not a hillbilly though, but I would still be in that class of people. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Because um, I think but, writing okay, so, but now here's, two monkeys on Mars sounds amazing. Um, okay, so that as like the starting point, which is like, okay, these guys are all just going to work, punching the clock. They all have guns. They they all have like dirt bikes and dune buggies, right? They're all like crazy. I love that idea of them being like gun toting. Like I'm going to defend my home, <laughs> Only, right? Not on everyone. Mars again. Not everyone. <laughs> Jordan, just let, list, listen, listen to where it goes, though. Right? They're all punching the clock. And then all the of a sudden, you know, they might have, like, a middle manager that they see every once in a while. He just stops showing up. And they're like, okay, that's weird. And then, you know, they can see usually, like, the, like, very wealthy, like, <laughs> see, see people, house like, milling about their town. Freaking tentacle, just... <sighs> and then all of a sudden, those houses all go silent. No more parties. Like, very no. quickly. And they're still just working. And they're like, and then it starts clicking with them. They're like, when's the last time we saw one of the Cronenberg <laughs> Cronenbergs? They're like, it's most been... affluent family is the Cronenbergs. <laughs> right. And then they're like, it's been like two, three weeks, right? And they're all just kind of like sitting around, you know, like after a long day at work, they're like at a bar or whatever, buy a street cart. And they look up and they just see falling from the sky. One of those horrible Cronenberg monsters is just like <laughs> splats on the surface of one of the domes and it's just like sliding off and then it just starts raining those oh things gosh, yeah. you know all these like horrible monsters that have been in charge forever and then you just see like a tentacle ripple across the sky and they're like <laughs> oh no and then the story is like the shotgun wielding martians versus the horrible monsters that have been created that start attacking the cities i i i, I, I think i think that's this is really my fun. horror movie dream just this Cody, is great Cody, just uh, we we what is we, the catalyst for change the catalyst for change <laughs> is Cthulhu. when gene splicing creates cthulhu <laughs> mother you made me a god and now all i crave is death all i crave is death mother but it still talk cthulhu still talks like a posh affluent person <laughs> I, oh, I like that. Yeah, they finally, yeah, they yeah, go yeah, up yeah, to, like, like it's like the Final Fantasy when you voice. go up to fight the like final monster and just looks at you. And what do you think you're doing here? <laughs> oh my gosh, can they have transatlantic? Oh accents? my god, they'd be like, "No, you see here, the thing about where you're going is if you go too fast, you get where you're <laughs> going too quickly." Destroy, you, you know, like way. just like that. Tentacles kind. attack. <laughs> Do you want to know what's interesting? Me and Mandy looked that up. That accent was totally affected. Yeah. It's there was never a no, point where that of was real. Not. Cody, what? It was like affected by extremely wealthy elite people in the f- like forties. Yeah, and, 50s, and that's why all of the Cronenbergs um, have that voice. 
Yeah, 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 because they wouldn't no. be British anymore. That's passe. But they could be I transatlantic. Do like, I do like transatlantic <laughs> of freaking Cthulhu. Ah, well, you look right here, boy. Yeah. I will show you a new one. <laughs> oh, jeez. We yep. no, we created oh my the best world. So I, I honestly think we're done. That's, that was just too much fun. I don't. I'm like looking through the rest of the list, and I'm like, we've either answered the questions, matter. but nothing is better. <laughs> Than transatlantic Cthulhu versus the Martian truckers. You know what I mean? Not every Martian. I'm just saying. Like, again, I wouldn't be able to live in the- Okay, so Cody, last time we've created, like, characters that we w- want to see in this world. But I say, let's create, you create, like, because I've already done a few. You create some of your Cronenberg monsters. Oh, do you want me to, like, make, like, tell you about no, just, a, uh, one Just of make the- a couple splices, man. Just make a couple Cronenberg monsters. They don't even have to have personalities. Oh, they just okay. have to be monsters. Oh, you want me to- Okay, okay. I get what you're saying. So you're wanting, like, yeah. one of the monsters. Okay. So, um, Dr. Test Tubes is definitely one of the monsters. And what Dr. Test Tubes is famous for tubes, yes, is, um... Yes. Cody, he's, he's really famous for test huh? tubes. What the fuck are you talking about? We don't even need to go further. No, Dr. Well, I mean, test that's tubes just is famous for um, cat herding. Okay, whatever. No, 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 no. It's it's like colorations. Like he makes very like vibrant, like almost floral, like like uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, like phosphorescent colorings on uh, for people. So whenever someone was like, oh, you know, I'm getting bored with this drab, dripping like pale gray mess that i call a body they would go to dr um what did i call him dr vials i like dr test tubes better no dr test tubes okay so dr test tubes the reason he got the name dr test tubes is it isn't just that he became very good at mixing chemicals that's part of it he actually grew into his fingers little like test tube like vials that he could fill not with like chemical equipment but just by excreting from his own body he would fill these vials full of like colorful bioluminescent chemicals so basically he turned his hand into tattoo guns but it's like thin bones are yeah. what they are they're not glass they're actual bones that can fill with fluid that he can then inject into people's skin to like create bright beautiful colorations on them so he's he's one of the originals too right like this guy yeah. has existed forever um and what he is now famous for is just like the aesthetic modifications, but he wears a white lab coat. He's all like hunched over and he's almost one of the more normal looking things there, except for these hands that have become like incredibly long, like hypodermic needles on the ends of his fingers, but with like these bulbous like knuckles where he stores all these different chemicals that he excretes from his bodies. And then like he's playing the piano types them into people. So I want to make one really quick. I just saw this. It is to me. This would be like the horror story. So this is like a, I'd say a daughter of one of like the you know founders of the city, like very very famous person. And so she she's she's just the daughter of the heiress, and like you know doesn't have too many body modifications at first. Has the lung things so she can go out on a walk. But when she, one I guess one day when she was out or either in her house. Um, Let's say, yeah, she was in, she was out walking and then someone came up behind her, stole her purse and like mugged her, like, you know, took everything and then left. And since then, she's been afraid of someone sneaking up on her and taking stuff from her. So 
what she does is she goes for splicing of more eyes because you know you can see everything and now her body is literally so i was just thinking of the opposite of the monster from pan's labyrinth where he doesn't have like any eyes or anything and they're just in his hands but she's the opposite where she is yeah. all eyes but the only blind spots are her hands and the bottom of her feet and, just, and, and but now, but she will never. Like, no one can ever sneak up with her because, she, like, she doesn't wear clothes. She just sees everything around her. It is like this disgusting, like, eye monster, just eyes everywhere. And they're not even the same size. Just some are, three, some are tiny. Some are big. Some are like fly eyes. It's just eyes everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be like different yeah. species. So you'd have like yeah, and goat just, eyes and like an elf and just eye. Everywhere. You know. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my monster. Yeah. Give me one more. Oh, one more. Okay. So this one is, oh, you know what? So this one has just become known as Madam, right? That's all anyone remembers about her. Um, She was also one of the originals that landed. She has very little expertise in terms of like technical modifications. That's not what she was. She was just a wife that went along, right? Ooh, you know what? This... This is yeah, okay. yeah, you're, you're hitting. I won't get into specifics. I'll talk to you about this later. But anyways, um, so she's just a wife that went along because, you know, whatever. That's this is what she married into. Uh, her husband, though, is like a perfection obsessed person. Right. Yes. And he was one of the people that started doing um, like genetic modifications for more than practical reasons. Right. We talked about they needed to have better lungs to breathe an atmosphere that was less than stellar on Mars because it was being made. He went, well, okay, I figured out how to do that, but, you know, I have some male pattern baldness or whatever, right? Fix that. And then went, well, I kind of don't like the color of my hair. Eh, fix that. And then it just kind of very quickly became this thing where he was constantly getting better and better and better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In balance, the relationship really hard. He stopped aging. His wife did not. And this caused a huge amount of tension in the relationship oh. as he started to resent his spouse for not looking the way it was becoming it was beginning to be commonplace to do. So, this guy immediately just starts very low key modifying his wife little bits at a time, oh, little bits no. at a time, little bits at a time. And this is where now it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years later, she's still alive, she still goes to functions and talks, but she's also the rare case of someone who was not asking to be changed oh, and no one knows now where the limitation is on well did he just decide to change her thoughts on this like she has a personality but is that the personality oh, she started with or is he or is this woman fully become just like a puppet for this one dude who kept trying to perfect his wife from the outside dude i love how we immediately we took this and we just decided to start writing horror stories <laughs> oh yeah no this is not good it's it's all bad yeah, we, like we this, immediately these, this society creates cathedral. i love how <laughs> like, we immediately is like okay we have this society of affluent people who turn into monsters and we just went to straight to, let's just do horror with it and yeah 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 they would they're like inhuman at this point like by the time they have made this like scourge that destroys them because they've gone too far. They've already gone too far. Yeah. And this is like, well, because it's the last thing that they create. So this is like years yeah, and this years is like after this reckoning. horror yeah. happening. All these other people, these working class people are just in the city living their life to go into concerts. There's, there's a lot of cool, like rock music. I feel like the music scene is really sick. <laughs> 
There's a lot of indie. Yeah, I would there's, have there's to a lot. Be. There's a lot of con- like country because you know you gotta have that. But like you know, singing about the land <laughs> around you. But there's a lot. Like the, I feel like the punk scene because of the affluent people. The punk scene is so yeah. good. It would be. It'd be very. So popular. so so. I yeah. guess my last story of a person in this. It, it would be like the um. My 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 last story would be be one of the one of the um working class people. You know. You have your love story where you fall in love with one of the um, the affluent. And, like, so his thing is, like, he saw her the first time he saw her. She has wings. And, like, you know, that's super cool. It's like, I want to be like that, but I don't have the money. I don't have the stuff to splice. And so he he works hard. He, like, starts, like, you know, going out of his place. He's his first splice. He, he also, he does wings to match hers. And... But she doesn't want to just stop at that. And so she does another and another and another. But he starts to slowly become scared of going that far. But, you know, he loves her. And this, and he's already has wings. He's already been rejected by his society because, like, now you're one of them. You look like one of them. You act like one of them. You're one of them. And so he yeah. decides, okay, if he's going to reject it, get rejected by his old society and not truly fit into the new society, might as well go all the way in on the new society. And he does as many body bods as her, but then also gets obsessed with the idea of becoming perfection like she is in his eyes. So he just becomes just every sort of creature or thing that you can imagine. And just after a while, just becomes like this giant just blob of just all of these new um, splices. It can't even move from his home because he's just become what he thinks is perfection what she thinks is perfection yeah. so it's just this household of just these two disgusting blob monsters like please give me another splice i need more <laughs> anyways that's... i like that i like that give me life <laughs> so yeah that's our weird <laughs> horror episode that we just decided to pull out of nowhere <sighs> so anyways cody you think you think we're done i think we're done i think we've already gone too far <laughs> yeah i created two blob so, people who fell in love i created the devil yeah um yeah i think when we when we hit Cthulhu, i think we, <laughs> I think we should yeah we should have stopped so um you want to <laughs> go ahead and roll since you won the recommendation show roll Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot that we said we were going to do that. Yeah, yeah, I know um, you I just forgot, Cody. back over to my dice roller. Wow, I'm glad that you pulled out your dice so fast and rolled it. That was amazing, Cody. You're never that on it. Right? Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, space colonization. <laughs> Ooh, because that was the other idea of advanced technology I had before we went down the Cronenberg route. was like it was going to be like a giant, like, just absolutely massive space colony that, like, I don't know. It wasn't going to be like an affluent thing. It was just going to be this huge, like, new space colony type thing where it's like we yeah, no yeah, longer yeah. need um, Earth or anything. We can just fly around in our space mobile. So, yeah, that's it. Or I can just end up doing Gundam again, having space wars between the colonies <laughs> and the Earth. But that's neither here nor left. <laughs> My brother was making fun of me today, and exactly what he said was. Yeah, why don't you just go ahead and watch all of Gundam? Just start with the first one and watch the entire thing. You might as well just do that. And I'm like, <laughs> don't. I don't want to. I was do gonna that. say, just shut don't. up. <laughs> yeah, because I I agree with you. The answer is don't. Just don't. Um, but yeah, no. Um, so Cody, what are your plugs? 
And also, that's well, coming from a out. guy who likes Gundam. Really quick. I love Gundam, but don't do that. I know. <laughs> I, I've watched some Gundam. There's some really, there some are some point. really good series, and there's a lot of bad. Like G Gundam, which, which was a lot of racist. Do you remember which Gundam ended with them crashing into a volcano? Or like living in a mountain for a while? Bro, I, bro, I don't know. It was like the end. I don't like there's like a crash and they were in a volcano or like a mountain. I, I will have to like, look it up. They made a little tent. Oh, that's not, that's I don't know. Awful. Anyways, it's beside the point. Check me out at the Wandering Gamer Network on YouTube, sometimes on Twitch, or wherever you download podcasts. We play video games and RPGs and stuff. Dude, your shows are so good. You guys are super attentive. I really love everything you do, and I'm always there. Oh, uh, good. So, yeah, you can catch me out at something, I guess, at twitch.tv, where I stream a lot now. Um, So I do... It's pretty boring, actually. When you go and watch, all he does is read his comments. He doesn't actually play the game. I don't like I it. Say it's like the... But you should watch, though. It's great. I will say the last time I did play was when um, Leah, Leah was playing a game, and I was just reading comments the whole time so it was kind of like that where it was boring but anyway so yeah i stream wednesdays where we do our anime talk show called we belong where me and will discuss animes we've been watching or have been into in the past and then saturday i stream with leah where we will either play dragon age or have her play a game while i just hang um, and then sundays is chaos fiction theater with me and my friend trin where we um read fan fiction sometimes they're a little bit horrifying but we read read fan fictions we just finished my immortal and then we just started on hogwarts school of prayer and miracles and we're going to be reading a death note one really soon so and then Ooh, that's gotta be oh bad. It, it, i i don't think, we're doing i don't think okay, that'll so be good that, we're not supposed to be good they're not well, I'm just, you know, like, I'm not a person who thinks that all fan fiction is bad. Like, well, I no, think we're, we're specifically good. going for bad ones. I, I know, but a Death Note fan fiction would be incredibly difficult yes. to do well. Also, because it kind of requires you to be very smart. Yeah, exactly. But, Co Cody, so if you know of any, like, cringy um, fan fictions, please send them to me. Thank you. I mean, I could ask Mandy. And yeah, yeah, no, please. But, yeah, and then... um. You can check me out on my other podcast, the Side Characters Podcast, where we talk about... <laughs> about diversity and nerd culture but anyways that's my five minutes of plugs <laughs> cody you got anything else no i'm good but thank you for telling me mine sucked i said i was editing that out stop <laughs> <laughs> no i don't have any more plugs i'm, okay. I'm all set so we'll catch you on the flip side bye bye